What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Is the is my beanie too high up on my on my Yes. Head? Your beanie it's is so, so high, high up, up, it's folding in on itself. It's it so looks high like up. it's a Muppet's mouth about you, to talk. You know do you guys I mean? remember, like, I don't know, let's say four years ago when I started wearing a beanie, uh-huh. and all day you're all giving me shit about how yeah. dumb the beanie was. Look at this stupid thing. Okay, Not so one no, person's so made fun of this point of old, of frail man with his ridiculous beanie. We make fun did, of it. That's true. We did no, no, he made fun of it, well. and this isn't the first show that he's worn it on, Tim, who now, also wears a ridiculous beanie that I very much enjoy. I do want to point out, and I and I appreciate all the fun that's being had at my expense because you know my. Uh, you don't appreciate um, it. I'm well aware this is cutting you very deeply, <laughs> to the core of me. But I, I want to point out for Kevin, Kevin, we'd never, we didn't tease you because you the beanie didn't look, look at you cool. lying. Look at we you lying. We teased you because you were sweating and wearing the beanie, so you no. were wearing like multiple layers the beanie, and you were like, "Oh God, I'm so hot." Nick, and you had a I'm, jug I'm, of water next to you. I'm quoting you verbatim. Look at Kevin and his dumb beanie, is what you said. <laughs> I cannot, Nick, because I cannot like confirm nor deny that, I have to just relent. I have to relent. <laughs> Joining us as well is, of course, Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. I'm excited for this one, man. It feels like I haven't recorded a kind of funny podcast with you guys in, in a long time. And yeah. I definitely have not talked to the man you're about to introduce in a long time. So I'm stoked about that. And that man, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than G4's Gerard the Completionist. Hello, Gerard. Hey, that is the first time anyone's introduced me as G4's host. Like, I, that's it's weird to me still because it's still it's still sinking in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> is it a dream come true? Like, to, uh, for I, I, well, before I guess that nutshell, if nobody knows who you are, who are you, Gerard? If somebody just turned on oh, a kind of funny man. podcast like my mom and they're like, I don't know any of the people my friends, my son hangs out with. Who are you? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm Gerard the Completionist. I'm one of I would say I'm one of the original gaming YouTubers out there before YouTube gaming kind of became a big thing. I started about 10 years ago. And I'm known as the completionist, where every week it's man versus game. Gotta complete them all. Uh, I've been doing it for 10 years. I've completed over 500 games. I haven't slept. I'm tired. Uh, But more recently, uh, I have joined G4 as one of their many hosts, uh, which is a true honor and, and a privilege. And I'm so stoked to just be a part of it. And and hopefully, we, we you know we make some kick-ass things. I'm really pumped. So yeah, talk to me a bit about that. You know, you talk about, you know, that you've been doing you were you're gaming on YouTube before YouTube gaming, right? You've been around that long doing all that. What is it like then to sell the fuck out? You know what I mean? Turn your back on this independent lifestyle. Now, now here, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Before you answer that question, Greg phrased that with the wrong tone. What he really means is, hey, what's it like? Because we're all looking forward to it. One of these, days. <laughs> we just don't have the opportunity. I'll to call sell Blair right now. How much? How much does G four want to spend on kind of funny? Yeah, <laughs> give him a good deal. Good seventeen deal. bucks. <laughs> what's that like though? I mean, in terms of like you know going from doing your own thing to being a part of a team, being a part of you know a brand that is G four. Yeah, it, it's definitely super weird because uh, kind of like uh, like kind of funny like you guys i have a team of i have a company you know i am a ceo with 20 employees so for me uh i yeah in content creation was already a full-time job you know i i didn't need 
uh, to join G4. I, I already was working 60 hours a week and, and getting stuff taken care of. And So why uh, do it, you crazy person? 60 yeah. hours a week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I did it because, well, one, I kind of owe my life to G4 in a way. You know, I, I kind of started, um, you know, when I was working at Best Buy uh, throughout my young my young Turn adult years. Uh, yeah, it's been of fun. And uh, I I just, a lot of my my miserable time working there, I'd watch, you know, Sessler and Pereira and Mon and Webb just do their thing. And it made me, inspired me to start a YouTube channel and, and to, when there wasn't anyone making YouTube videos back then. So, you know, that was kind of like my guiding light. And so full circle now, you know, when the opportunity came at my door, I, I wanted to, to, you know, to give it my all. And it was nice too, because... I immediately saw where I kind of fit as a jigsaw piece in this whole G4 puzzle. There was, you know, kind of a perfect spot for me to kind of adapt to. And so I just, I don't know. I, I saw it and said, you know what? I, I'm already doing a crazy thing of completing a game a week, running a company, 20 employees, mm -hmm. doing YouTube and Twitch and brand marketing and consulting. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I got the vibe of, you know, I really wanted to to see what I can do with G4 and, and help elevate them as they elevate me and hopefully kind of be taken more seriously if I'm being honest. You know, I, I, I'm seen as a juggernaut in the YouTube space, but it's so hard convincing, you know, media companies, especially even gaming companies to take you seriously as a as a, a, a creator. And so, I, we yeah. <laughs> We gave up on that a while ago. Well, no, Nick, it's on. And I know you're being joke. You're making a joke. But I, I for me, Gerard, it always goes to, you know, we obviously have the cheat code of IGN where, you know, I worked there for so long that I know everybody and people understand that when we started our own thing, obviously, okay, cool. They're influencers, but they're also this organization. They're also media. They're not blah, 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 where it's that thing of we get press codes, we get access, we do all the stuff that we would do at IGN. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how crazy it is when i it would be i remember funhouse reaching out to me like hey can you introduce us to someone at place i was like what really like you don't have a content like no and i uh, the list goes on that way of content creators that i know because of our crossover and you know working with other people or you know hosting gigs or whatever and then when i'm like talking to pr for whatever company not just playstation i'm like, i mentioned someone like oh, i've never heard of them I mentioned Ray. Like, oh, I've never heard of him. I mean, I'm like, you've never heard of Ray? Like, the he was an achievement hunter? What's achievement hunter? Oh, my God. Okay, well, there's this other side that isn't just a review score that people don't understand about. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. I think for so many people how big you are, it's impossible to break through that. Absolutely. And it's funny because I, like uh, Funhouse, I didn't have connections at Sony. And you introduced me over there at Sony. And even at that, like, you know... I, I have numbers, I have data, I have presentations and skill and spreadsheets. Like when yeah. I have meetings, I come yeah. in ready to get down, you know? I'm like, here's what we can do, here's what we can provide, here's what I am and my brand. You know, we're safe, we're chill, everything's right. And I can't ever get responses from companies to to, to even email me back or or to have a follow-up meeting. And, and uh, it's frustrating because, sure. you know, uh, you do this for so long and it's like, I, I have millions of views, you know, I, I have a huge network of people I work with. What do I have to do to get you to like me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just for them to understand, right? Like that's yeah. kind of the, the biggest thing is learning the language of how this all works. And that's why like Greg's saying like the IGN thing, they understand that because there's like traditional PR pipelines that work with it. I actually have so many questions about G4 just as a concept in 2021 and i i don't know what you can and can't say but i i'd love to kind of pick your brain on 
what is G4 going to be? What is it right now? And what is it going to be? And how does it differ from what we grew up knowing it to be? Tim, that's a great question. Before we get into what G4 is, I'll remind everybody that this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each comment to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit about. If you want to be part of that bullshit, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where, of course, you can submit your own questions. You can get your name read on the show. You could be watching live just like Mark Freeman is, J6 is, Lexi G is. Uh, of course, there are so many things to do on patreon.com slash kind of funny, like get all the other shows ad free, get all the shows ad free, like that one I just said, get a post show for every show we do, most every show we do. It's a great time on patreon.com slash kind of funny, and it keeps the lights and mics on. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal you can get each and every episode of the kind of funny podcast twice a week on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and on podcast services around the globe each and every week twice a week as i said thank you to our patreon producers mark johnson julian the gluten-free gamer steve powers today we're brought to you by me undies uh Faraday, and upstart but i'll tell you about that later for now let's join tim's question already in progress go for it Gerard. So I, I can't tell you what G4 will be because that's still a, that's like a, a higher level plan through the organization, right? Of figuring out exactly, uh, there, there is a plan. I'm, I, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like there, <laughs> yeah, there are. I assure you there is a plan yeah, for what G4 will be in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I would have liked if you just talked in circles for a while. We're like, it's more of a concept than it is anything else. <laughs> G4 it's visceral. Is, it's, it's easy. It's, it's a number. It's a letter. They're together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's colors. Um, it's also the absence of light. <laughs> it's, it's kingdom hearts. It's uh Yakuza. It's everything. Oh, so, uh, um, yeah. So, what we currently are in our current form is, you know, we're essentially uh, firing on all cylinders on YouTube and Twitch, uh, you know, kind of bringing back the classic back to basics format of what X play and attack of the show are with an emphasis on, you know, esports, obviously, because that's, you know, what's kind of the evolution of gaming, right? In 2021 is gaming is not just retro reviews. It's, it's every, it's everything from free to play to mobile to MOBAs and everything mm -hmm. in between. Um, so in our current form, um, we're doing about two or three streams a week, uh, Tuesday through Thursday, uh, each one, uh, kind of built as a spiritual, um, like successor or, or, or spirit of attack of the show X play, uh, and, and a focus on esports. So th those three days, um, it's about two to four hours long, depending on, on the content and the hosts. And it's really us just, you know, having a fun time. We're, we're, we're talking about video games. Very similar to the same way that you guys are and, and in other, other creators online, uh, you know, talking about breaking news. Uh, we film a lot of sketches and shorts uh, and, and incorporate that into our programming. And then a lot of that stuff gets chopped up and put onto the YouTube channel uh, for uh, the VOD situation. So if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and you can't be there for Twitch, uh, it kind of gets re-edited, re repurposed, uh, repurposed and, and put on the YouTube channel. So that's currently what our, 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 our like current week schedule is, but the, the, the 1,000 yard plan, you know, looking in uh, is, is much bigger and much more focused than that. With that, I mean, the one question that I don't even know if you can officially answer one way or another, but is this going to be on TV? Uh, to my understanding, yes. Uh, there is a plan to, to, to come to Linear. Um, the, the specifics of it, 
Again, I don't really know. I, I don't even know the date of when it's happening, but uh, I know that there is a plan to to do it. And I know that whatever the plan is for, for Linear, um, I do know that there there isn't going to be a situation where someone online can't watch this. There isn't going to be like a, a, a paywall or or any kind of pay gate to prohibit people from watching G4 in 2021. If you've got a phone, you've got a computer, uh, you can watch G4 uh, anywhere uh, going forward. So it's going to be super exciting because I think that was the big thing about G4 right back in the day is you had to have cable and and some kind of dish network service and that's no longer a thing guys like us aren't really watching tv anymore it's really our parents and and our grandparents that are still watching tv with, with and, nick. Parents. and nick and nick <laughs> and nick yeah yeah he, he canceled his cable service he made a big deal about it everyone no, 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 no. Nice canceled like my, the internet for my cable service there's comcast still alive and well in this household oh i'm sorry uh, never mind you know gerard never sometimes i again. just like to let the tv decide it's like it's like watching animals in the wild what's it gonna okay. be is it gonna be a cockatoo today or is it gonna lion? be die hard one or die know. hard three exactly exactly <laughs> that is that is the most scarpino response <laughs> I think I have ever heard. I I I know uh, Nick's brother Matt very well for many many years. So yeah. like hear, hearing him like that's 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 the Scarpino way right there. I always I was, forget that you have a you have an insight into my soul through yeah, my brother and a, uh, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that was a classic. Nick Scarpino jumped out of the plane only one arm in the parachute. Of uh, it's like watching wildlife. You don't know if it's going to be a cockatoo yeah. or a whatever the hell else you said it was. Uh -huh. That's what you went to cuz you sometimes like I get I get decision paralysis. Like the other night I'm flipping through Netflix, I'm flipping through Hulu, I'm flipping through all of these these streaming services and I'm like there's stuff to watch. But none of it's like getting me that excited. I've seen it all before. Odds are, because we all well consume so much content these days that it's like impossible not to have seen most of it. Someone says, "Oh my god, you got to watch Ted Lasso." I go, "I'm gonna watch Ted Lasso. I need a good show to watch." And guess what? I'm out of Ted Lasso's now. Uh, so every once in a while, it's nice to have t like cable because you can just turn it on, and then whatever's on is on. Now, if someone say, "Hey, Nick, you still have to decide which channel to go to, guys. You're getting way too far down the rabbit hole on this one." Again, the uh, like. I understood the reference. It was mm -hmm. more the analogy of you're outside just looking at wildlife, not sure what's about to come out of the woods, I guess. And maybe yeah. it's a well, sometimes, listen, sometimes you go out, sometimes you go out to, 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 to see some wildlife and you don't see anything. You can't, you can't put a, you can't put wildlife in the corner. It's so hard. It's like seeing someone drowning and it's like, in like water that's like two feet high it's like you know you can listen, just stand here's a, here's up a better example. just here's stand a better up example. it's okay nick okay, just no, stand up swing. sometimes you know you know that you have those those complete and total morons that go out into the middle of the ocean to go look swim with sharks wherever the hell there's a little shark watching or whale watching that's another perfect example i'm gonna go whale watching those are not idiots. idiots it's actually probably a pretty cool thing to do but every once in a while you don't see a whale you don't know what to see what do you yeah, gotta, you gotta look up you look at a fucking pigeon i saw a pigeon today Seagull. i just paid i paid two hundred dollars to go see some seagulls out in their natural habitat, which is in the middle of nowhere. I want to take this moment to totally change topics, but keep with Nick's looking, looking to the skies and seeing what you see. Oh. Recently, one of my favorite people in the world, Elise Willems, introduced me to a website called How Many People Are in Space, Space. Right Now. Yeah, dot awesome. com, mm -hmm. which is just hilarious. <laughs> now it seems like Greg and, and Nick have already seen this and, and saw the 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 results. Gerard. How many people would you guess are in space right now? I'm going to say 
11, maybe 12 people. Kevin, please go to how many people are in I, I'm going to say right 11, 11 final answer. Okay. Okay. 11 and okay. a half. One of them's pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> the answer is and 10. Oh, actually, this is not right. Almost. I just love what's not right. Nothing. I the, the backgrounds are all wrong. I got it. Don't worry. I'm gonna be, you get you. You're doing great though, Tim. Scroll down, Kev. Uh, give me one second. There's too many things. Did you guys why right? doing that? Did you guys see that they they redefined what an astronaut is so that Jeff Bezos doesn't count? I did, did not see, see that. Yeah, but that was yeah, the headline yeah. I saw pop up. Right, They're yeah. like, we got now that all these people just go into space, we got to redefine what a real astronaut is. You can't just jump in a fucking space plane and get up to the stratosphere and be like, I'm an astronaut now. Turns out you need some uh, some level of engineering and or training to do that, which kind of makes sense in my brain. I feel like that might have been always the case. I'm sure it was, but I think they were like, let's just define it a little bit more yeah, just so people formal. know. Just so yeah. they get that the difference between someone who was who was a formally trained aerospace astronaut someone who has engineering and or piloting or whatever and jeff bezos the trillionaire extraordinaire we, we need to define this a little bit. well it's now cool. he's just a space cowboy so i hope you're happy that's cool yeah. as ice yeah uh i just love that this exists and you were so close to it i can't believe it like i don't even know what i, I would have thought what would you have guessed him I, that's <laughs> my thing is i don't know like it, it i have no concept of how many people would be up there where it's like 10 is the number that I am surprised by. I thought it would either be way less or a lot more. Exactly. But 10 just kind of seems like, huh, okay. So but I like so, when we get the breakdown of their names and how long they've been there. It's pretty cool. When 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 you say you thought it'd be more, do you, are you talking like in the 20s or 30s or 100%. like a, a colony? You thought it'd be like 100 people out there? No, nah, definitely not colony. Uh, but like, you know, International Space Station, like when Ludacris and, and, uh, and oh, Tyrese are up oh, there, like they got to be saved uh -huh. by somebody. You know what I mean? But like how many people are there? I don't know. I just don't even know. Honestly, True, if you ask I me like, it. Tim, how many people are in the National Space Station? I would be like, I don't know. I can't confirm I mean, there are people on it. That They're all up in the International Space Station, right? Like yeah, they're not. I think for the most part, yeah, I don't think there's another space yeah. station where they could be at unless yeah. they're traveling to or from that thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. But that's actually, that actually kind of freaks me out because I didn't think the, the uh, ISS was that big that could house. No, it's pretty people. big. It's pretty big. That's Hold cool. On. But this I'm with him, though. Like, you think that there's any given time, I'd be like, there's got to be at least 100 people in space, right? A hundred no, people? No, that's too or many. no one in space. It's either 100 or I no love, one. I love how extreme you always get. <laughs> now, here's my question, though. What is the most amount of people that have ever been in space? I just tried to type in the most amount of people in space.com, and it didn't work. But Can we call no, Elise and ask her if she knows the answer to this question? She's probably been watching for a while. I love, yeah. I, I love that this website, I, I just pulled it up. I love this website gives you Wikipedia pages of who these people are. Immediately, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool. I love it. know everything about them. It's so Here, cool. Yeah, my thing is, like, I think that these people should be celebrated. I don't think we spend nearly enough I, time talking oh, about yeah. astronauts or people that are doing this kind of thing. And, like, especially now, I mean, listen, Gerard, you know I'm completely, you've met my brother. You know the family. We're oblivious to everything. We don't really pay attention to anything. We just kind of make shit up as we go along. But, like, watching, like, things like the Olympics, right? And you see people at the Olympics who go, oh, right. There are, like, real heroes out there. People who are doing cool stuff, putting their life and body on the line. And people who live in space, we need to, I don't even know their names. That's how bad. I'm like, is Neil Armstrong still up there? Is he still doing his thing? Jesus Christ. The no, he came back down. The most people in space at one time was 13. And it happened mm -hmm. three separate times. It's a lot mm -hmm. of poop in space. Apollo is, in space. Is, like, is that like, is that the magical number? 13 is like the yeah. soft cap of anyone who's allowed on the space station? They're like the 14. Oxygen, CO2 limit. Now, if good. you guys had the money, would you do it? 
No. Go to space or go to the space yeah. station. Big difference. Either. Did the website, do you think it changed when he went up there? Yes. For yeah. just oh, a little oh, bit? Yeah. If it did, yeah, yeah, if it yeah, did it, sure. this website sucks. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Dog, dog this, is, this is like your shit. You know what I mean? This is like your shit. This is like, it, is the PSN down and then it's down for like an hour and the website is PSN down doesn't change? That's garbage. Throw that shit away. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So just so, go, Greg, Nick, just go up to space, come right back down. No stopping, no docking. No, just, the whole thing dumb. of like, oh, I, I got out, I got out into the upper atmosphere or whatever, right? Like, no, that's lame. I don't so want you want to take a poop all. in space, basically. I, I mean, I want to get, I want to be in the spacesuit. I want to go through the little Greg. thing. I want to be on the space station. I want to come back. And also like, the orbit where you're doing like the, you know, like the shuttle gets up there and it just chills and orbits and like you come out and you do stuff and then like Sandra Bullock and the rocks come in. Like, that's cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the ones who are just like, oh, I took a plane ride that was a little bit higher. Fuck off. Like, you didn't go to space. Oh, you, go hang to space. Out. you gotta hang out. You gotta hang out. Wait, yeah. At what point does that change? At least 15, I, I, you at least one orbit. Like the world underneath you, you gotta go around it once, which is I believe 19 minutes if you get to the right height. God, like what, did, what did Bezos there. do? Am I wrong? Is it 90 minutes? Did he minutes? actually do stuff, or did he just take a really long plane ride up in the end bank? I don't think they, they didn't dock anywhere. I think they just went up to make sure they could do it and then came right no, back No, they down. can't dock Did he anywhere. float at any moment? Because I feel oh, like yes. he yeah. definitely floated. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's, so like, that's what I the difference do. between being in space or not being in space. Look at, look at this. A, look at how hectic this ship looks. It's chaos, dude. Open, I don't like it. See, it's so unorganized. And I don't. Can I be honest with you guys about something right now? So this is a, this is a deep-seated can. fear of mine, uh-huh. and this is why I know that I could actually, when we start it's talking about cables. living in the apocalypse and stuff, I could never do it, right? I never go hiking, and the number one reason why I've never wanted to go hiking is because I don't like Thanks. the idea of having to poop not in a regular toilet. And Here's the thing. Do you know how the toilets work up here? Yeah, you got to suction your butt up to them, like strap yeah, yourself Yeah, you, you get strapped in. You get strapped awesome. in. I feel like that's safer. Well, how do you right? wipe, though? What do you mean? How do you wipe? wipe? You just wipe normal and throw it in the thing. Does your butt ever get clean? That's my question. These things yeah, keep me up at night. Clean. You can't wash you, it off yeah. with water, or else butt juice gets all over the, the thing. All right, so uh, I'm looking at thing. the AP here, and they have a little uh, graphic that dumbs it down for me. It's actually a, 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 a video that I'm clicking through, right? Of like what goes on here. And it's like, yeah, okay. So he's going Mach three. Good for him. Capsule separation. Him. Do you want to just send this cool. to me? Yeah. Can you send it? Nah, oh, sure, Kevin. sure. Excuse me. Sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry. It's coming to you. Yeah, Kevin, uh, that cable Kevin, I'm sending it to you via numbers. assets. All right. Assets. There it is. Uh, weightlessness okay. begins. And here's the thing. Weightlessness begins. Passenger, passengers can unbuckle their seats. All right. Can they actually do something? What, what the hell is going on? And then that's the video. I'm looking at right there. Capsule reaches oh, its so maximum altitude after there passing the car man line. All right. But then you look, it crosses this car man line, Kevin, and then it like comes right. The 10-minute ride. Go back to that. The 10-minute ride. Back to 10 minutes you didn't go to space all right you Man. shot up and you came down congratulations here's Orbit the, thing. the oh. fucking planet do something do a spacewalk greg a lot of people have been like man his dick-shaped spaceship's really dumb looking it is a dick shape and it's it's like not until you see it in this graphic where it's like holy it shit it really looks like how it's did they not notice that spurting out of the- well, they don't give a shit he crosses the line. It's an imaginary boundary between Earth's atmosphere and space that's 62 miles high. Mm-hmm. An imaginary boundary. Shoots up a little bit, and then, look, they get rid of the booster. They're like, we don't need this shit anymore. And then they, the capsule descends towards the faster size in space. That's crazy. They cut this tips. I love and that. They kept when the, made, like, bad part. Naomi Kyle went up in a plane once, and they did the thing where they went like that, and she was, like, in that's different. She's that's been that's di- that, No, that's different. We can do that Greg, right now. That's if we had $500 and some gum, we could do that. That's just... That's a trick, because like that's not going crazy high. That's 
you just going up just and then this. down, up and then market. down, yeah. no, and then the, Kevin, the Kevin, down. I'm aware, uh, what I'm doing is insulting the Jeff Bezos method of space travel. I'm not saying yeah. – I wasn't actually saying Naomi went to space. I'm saying that this is so laughable to say that this man went to space that, that then by this laughable definition, Naomi should be an astronaut too. In fact, See, the I'm thing, right the thing about space, though, where I disagree with you, Greg, is that going to space is literally just getting out there. So yeah. like he did the he thing. He did go to space. Yeah, he went to like space. It, he didn't go to the moon. He didn't do anything interesting. Yeah, he didn't go to, to the moon. Places. No, but I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Like, a, you know, wait, what? Orbit the Earth. 80 years ago. Wait, orbit the Earth. That takes a long time. Yeah. I don't care. That's cool. They're going to have food and stuff up there. My plane gets into turbulence, has to go up a little bit higher. I've done what he did. You know what I mean? So or like, just, like, well, what's the point? Of, yeah, I, I'm with Greg on this. Why go to space if there's like no destination, right? Like, he's not going to a space station. He's not going to the moon. He's just going up and coming back down. Like, minutes. why would you? Why would would you go? You guys this are in is, San Francisco. Why would you like get on a plane just to go back to San Francisco again? I well, you don't say, know. We don't. Did he land in restaurant? the same spot? What's your favorite restaurant, Nick? My favorite restaurant, or like my favorite eating establishment? I, just give me a fucking building to go you. to. Taco Bell. <laughs> so like it'd be like me walking into Taco Bell, walking through the front door, and then walking out again, not getting any food, and be like, "Well, I went there. to Taco Bell. I've been there." Yeah, but you know you're one of. I mean, actually, I don't know how many people have been to space now that, it, that I think about it. <laughs> but you're 10. one of definitely, definitely less than a couple hundred mm-hmm. to yeah. have ever done it. Like I, he went to space. Should he have done that? Does it matter? No, but he did, and we didn't. So I think that and Naomi sure as fuck didn't either. No, no, oh, don't, don't bring Naomi into this. All right, that woman is a saint. Yeah. I want to have you besmirching her good name right now. Does Astronaut it... Naomi Kyle representing the great country of Canada. Do we know where he landed? Because that would be really cool. If, like, like if it's like, hey man, I have to go to like I don't know Europe, and like how do I do it? I go to space on the way. I go to oh. space on the way. We well, just I'm pop more, up. I'm okay wait, with that. Drop down. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, o- I'm, o- I'm okay. Europe. At least you went to Europe, you know what I yeah. mean? But if you just came to the exact same place you left from, that sucks. It's yeah. a waste of time. It, it just sucks. I just want to do That's it so that though. I can float and have Greg throw, like, lob goldfish crackers into my mouth in weightlessness. Sure. I think that'd but again, be we could cool. do that like Naomi did it, you know what I mean? No, but that only lasts, that that up and down, the weightlessness only lasts. It's like 10 like seconds. 10 seconds. And then you How have to long did this last? The, I mean, he unbuckled his seatbelt. They crossed the Carmen line. And they're like, right, we're coming back down, everybody. <laughs> they were in space. They were long enough to be like this. All right, I'm over this weightlessness bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. long guys, they were there for. I got some stats here. Wait, 500. That's a bathroom in space. Oh, why do they all look like dildos? Wait, why is everything in space look like a why fucking dildo? Why do they all dildo? look like dildos? Okay, you, you, I, think, I think what you do is you put the dildo over your penis and oh, balls. No. And, yeah, no, I think so. Uh, that's what the cone's no. for. That's what the little cone thing's for. It sucks, what, it sucks it Yeah, out. all right, maybe. What are, are the dildos? dildos oh, okay. I think they're just handles with, like, protective sleeves. Oh, okay, they look like uncut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so the but stats it, for you here, 553 God. people have reached Earth orbit. 556 cool. have reached the altitude of space, according to the FAI definition of the boundary of space. Now, that's a cool sentence. Carmen-like. And 562 people have reached the altitude of space according to the American definition. So Americans, <laughs> we're trying to like put the bar the, lower, the bar just a little yeah. lower so we could bump our number up. Trying okay, to get those okay. gold medals, you know? Okay. And 24, only 24 people have truly done the thing of going beyond low Earth orbit and either circled, orbited, or walked on the moon. That's badass. That See, that's what Greg really wants is. to do. Greg wants to go to the moon. You can get there. We'll get you there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, yeah, sure. 
Again, I'm thinking small space station. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Yeah. Then you get too far though when you start getting to the moon. I'm like, all right, that's a long, long three days. That's a longer trip. You know what I mean? And then I'm watching shows on Netflix like the one with Hillary Swank, Million Dollar Baby, who's going out to Mars. You remember this? They canceled after one season. It was terrible. No, it was a terrible it was show. Terrible. Show. Gerard, real close. Do you do you know uh, Hillary Swank? Yes. Can if you could ever just pass along a note to her to tell me what would have happened in season oh, two, I would be interested. Sorry, I thought I think he, he knows. I of thought I, that's what I thought. I thought you were like, None. have you heard of Hillary Swank? Like, yes, I have. <laughs> I was I like, 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 with me, or if he really no, knows Hillary yeah. Swank, no, but I'll go. No, I'll like, come in. I mean, look, I I know Jamie Lee Curtis, so if you have a question for her, I can ask her. We something. actually do. Oh shit! Have is a this question. How this happened? For... Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I was talking about Jamie Lee Curtis seems like a really nice person. I'm going to DM her on Instagram about coming on the podcast. And then I think Tim was like, Gerard knows her, I think, right? And, yeah. I, and, he, and then Tim was like, Gerard's great. We should have Gerard on the podcast. I was like, all right, I'll have him on too. And here he is. <laughs> and let's go. They couldn't get Jamie Lee, so they got me. What's no, up? No, 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 no. You were our first choice because Jamie mm-hmm. Lee didn't respond to Greg. Well, also, we, off, only, we, all, we only – Both were things were sent at the same time. So it wasn't, we, you know, it wasn't like a, in the, the, op, the, you can let Jamie Lee Curtis know the invitation's still open. And sure. I feel like she probably knows Larry Swank in some manner. Oh, I'm sure she does. I she knows we, everyone. I thought we just had the question for her of like, what do you like being called? Jamie, yeah, Jamie Lee or Jamie Lee, or no. Jamie Lee Curtis or JLC. I, I think she prefers Jamie, to be honest. She does. You know, she does. You know, yeah. Janina Gavon Carr afterwards told us that was the case. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. is what we do on this show, Gerard. We just you know. talk about people and like theorize what they might want to be named. <laughs> How many people have been in space? I don't fucking know. Three thousand? Who cares? I love it. It's great. Listen, man. You guys, the, the rest of y'all spend your days actually talking about real subjects. Sometimes it's nice to just take off your shoes and kick back a little. This bit. is the fun one. Let your mind wander. Let's get weird with it. Let's have some fun. You know what I mean? I do have a question before we get any more out, out into the weeds of space here about that. Uh, it is, and it's for you, Gerard. So you talked about working 60 hours and then you talk about like, Oh, this is an opportunity you can't pass up with G4. Yeah. How does that net out? Like, what is your, you're a host for G4. So does that mean that like, is there like a rotating thing where it's like, all right, let's get Avali on. Let's get Golden Boy. And then Gerard, you're on next week. Or how does that all shake out? What do they do there? It's imagine it's like SNL, where it's just like we're coming together to produce content in our own bubbles. Some people are better suited for other types of content versus others. Like I'm, I'm the huge gaming guy. So anytime gaming stuff is is being discussed, it's you know it's usually me, Golden Boy, uh, with Sessler, you know, yeah. talking about whatever and then you know if it's esports it's Avali frost golden boy kind of and then you know like if it's more attack of the show comedy you know around the internet type stuff it's Pereira, gina darling Kasim g fiona um so yeah you know our our, our we're we're all kind of like a, a big switchblade that just kind of you know utility kit that just kind of gets tossed around and and it's great honestly uh at first you know, when I joined the team, I didn't know if we were getting more people. Uh, Will Neff joined recently, and he is a riot. He's so fun and so funny, and his perspective on how Twitch works versus YouTube versus linear is so fascinating. And so, um, he he'd be a great guy to interview if you guys are looking for someone fun. Will Neff is is just incredible. Um, is but he yeah, in any way to Hillary Swank, and can he tell me what mm-hmm. happens on that show? Mm-hmm. She was I I don't know, but I guarantee you, he's probably watched that show and has the exact same questions that you do. Great. So you're you're you'll have that commonality for sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's uh, I mean, it, it's in a way I'm not 
if someone's like, hey, you're not in this segment, I'm not bummed because there's so many segments and so many things planned per week uh, and in for the whole month that there's always something for someone to do. And so we're definitely not just like, oh, man, I wish I was being used. We're always working <laughs> on something. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you think it's going to become more of a full time thing? Like, do you do you do you foresee yourself kind of having to make concessions on your completionist side of content? Yeah. So I'm actually there. Uh, four days a week. So I'm, I'm, I'm there wow. Monday through Thursday, um, producing, writing, acting, performing, hosting. And, uh, and then when I get home from work, I'm, I'm completing, I'm having meetings with my writers and my team, uh, filming for my let's play channel with, with my, my friends, Alex and Brett and going over any contracts or, or negotiations that I'm working with, uh, outside of, you know, the organization. And then Friday is like my, my day off, but that day off is then des designated to anything that I didn't get to do uh, for all my completionist content uh, for the day. And then my weekends are like, again, spillover, whatever didn't, didn't get done on Friday. And, and then the evenings gets uh, slated for Saturday and Sunday. So really Sundays is my, my, my Sunday is my one day, one, one day a week off really. <laughs> Dude, I mean, is it weird? Like, you have been a, a independent YouTuber that then had to run a team for a decade. Like, ever since I've known you, you've been kind of doing your own thing. Is it weird to now be an employee? Like, have working a boss. for somebody? <laughs> have a boss and, and all of that? You, you know, at first I thought it was going to be, but this group and this community working on this iteration of G4, everyone, it's such a team effort. You know, everyone gives a shit. Everyone cares. You know, I feel like in, in, in you guys have been in, in that corporate zone, you know, there's always a few people at the higher up level who are kind of pushing down or there's just there's a, uh, a pipeline that just gets things stuck. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone gives a shit all the time. And that kind of symbioticness of, of wanting it to succeed so badly uh, is just this this thing that we all kind of care about. And so it kind of eliminates that weird feeling of working for someone someone else when really i feel like i'm working for my friends here you know i feel like mm -hmm. you know my my job isn't just to host things for g4 but it's to support my fellow host it's to make you know if Casim g wants to do an uh, a huge segment on aliens and and whether or not they're coming to earth like i don't want to punch down on him i don't want him to make him feel stupid i want to like go down the rabbit hole with him and i want i want to showcase his his weird approach to it because that's you know that's helping him on his journey and making everyone else feel supported that way um you know i'm I'm all about elevating my my co-hosts and so because of that it doesn't feel like i'm i'm working for the man or, or that i have a, a boss that's like you have to do this abc xyz it, it's it's very symbiotic and and uh very fluid what's austin creed like in real life you know that answer. <laughs> He's the best. I, I'm sad because he, uh, right when I joined G4 is when the world opened back up. And so he's on the road. the road. Yeah. And so every day I'm like, I always ask like, so when's, when, when's Creed coming back? Is he coming over anytime soon? I feel like he, he's, because he, he's so busy and he's doing his own thing. Uh, then when we do get to hang out with him, it feels like it's just such a short amount of time, you know. It's like we've got our few hours, and then he's in another state or another city doing, you know, doing the wrestling. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I love that guy so much. I'm actually going to SummerSlam uh, in Vegas, in Vegas, and I hope he's performing. I hope he's there showing up. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. Hell yeah! 
Yeah. Uh, now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great time to remind you about Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, you can be there to writing with your questions, just like Grant Burton did. And Grant, we're going to tackle your question right after we pay some bills. Remember, over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get each and every episode of the kind of funny podcast live as we record it with a post show. But most importantly for you listening right now, ad free. But you didn't go to Patreon.com slash kind of funny, Jack. So here are today's sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies believes that your comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about being comfortable in your skin. And when you're truly comfortable, you get a slam dunk kind of feeling, you know? That's right, MeUndies and Space Jam are bringing you new undies. Ladies and gentlemen, you know I only wear MeUndies. A long time ago, I found out how comfortable they were, threw away the rest of my underwear, and only buy MeUndies. I still do to this day. And the Space Jam one is interesting for people like Blessing. Uh, MeUndies' new Space Jam print features Bugs Money, Daffy Duck, and other iconic characters who are all tuned up and ready for a rematch. MeUndies are made from micromodal fabric, which is not only soft, but breathable, light, and impossibly cozy. Check out their new Space Jam collection in the softest undies, socks, bralettes, dog hoodies, and loungewear available in sizes XS to 4XL. Here's your chance, do your dance, to score their new collection before the clock runs out. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com morning. That's MeUndies.com morning. Up next is Canva. We've talked about Canva a lot, ladies and gentlemen. If you are making things on the internet and you need video, you need audio, you need Canva Pro, Tim has been using it, Roger's been using it, Nick has been using it. Anybody who's not just screaming into a microphone all day like me at Kind of Funny is using it to make our stuff better. Canva Pro is the easy-to-use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro. Whether you're a professional designer or just getting started, Canva Pro can help boost you and your team's productivity and creativity. Canva Pro has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash kindoffunny to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot me, M-E, slash kindoffunny. Canva.me slash kindoffunny. And our final sponsor of the day is Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive the funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KFMB. That's upstart.com slash KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL so that they know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your application. Go to upstart.com slash KFMB. All right, every clear your mind, mainly Gerard. Well, actually, hold on. Before you clear your mind, I'll give you your appetizer before we get to the meat and potatoes of the show, all right? Ryan Koala Higgins in the live chat said, is Nick wearing the beanie or balancing on his head? And I thought that was funny. There's there's, there's (laughs) Look at him. Now he's getting made fun of his beanie. I don't mind it. I welcome it. Good, good. Because you know what? It's thought-provoking. It's thought-starting. Yeah, the kids love it, too. People are going to look at this. And some kids, some little kids growing up right now, and he's looking at my beanie, and he's thinking to himself, 
because of that. What beanie, little I, kid is watching the I, kind of funny podcast? Is because of I that really, beanie. How did Gerard go from a YouTube? You to know, a you know, this is you know that there's lots of parents out there who are terrible who let their kids watch our content and who should absolutely mm, not mm, let their, their mm. kids. But they can't stop thinking like I want all my kids to grow up and be just like Greg Miller. Why they would think that? I don't know. Beyond me, we'll one of those little kids right now is looking at this beanie, thinking I can be president of the United States. And that's it, what I, it's that's funny because when I was wearing my beanie, there was a 39 year old man who was looking at me, being like. That's dumb, but I think maybe in two years I'll do it. Again, I don't so remember ever saying your beanie was dumb. Here's the thing that really is like I don't Nick, not remember. Verbatim. Everybody, I'm looking into the chat. Madeline Stanley, I see you in the live chat. You're gonna need to make a note on your Google calendar right now. How many years did it take for this beanie to take off, you say, Kevin? For go from your head to Nick's head? Uh, what? I don't know. Let's be four. Four years. Madeline Stanley, set a, a Google alarm for four mm-hmm. years from now and tell me if Nick is wearing a brimless hat. Oh, I already got screenshots. I already got screenshots. I'm prepped for that moment. Of the brimless hat? Yeah. I mean, anything. How would possible? you describe the brimless hat? Nick? Yeah, it will show right you. Right now so that we can save this moment. Why, why are you trying Gerard, to are you get familiar me... with a, beard, a, be- a brimless hat? Brimless hat? Yeah. Imagine no. a baseball cap and then just rip the brim off it. Mm-hmm. That's the brimless. That's the brimless. Isn't that, hat. Isn't that a, a beanie or a toque? Like I don't no, because it still has. It's like the, a structured. Uh, it's it's a thing. structured beanie. Really yeah. is what it is. It's very comfortable. Kevin has been pushing it hard, very much and trying to get this going, and he did. We not got get him the sold out on Amazon. Just just we got absolutely got the response we wanted. They They're great. were sold out because they only made three. Well, and you know, all of them so, got sold out. Someone. Someone. Someone has to fund Bezos' trip to space. So that's you know, you're, true. You're, and we're doing, doing your it part. With all of our brimless hats. Yeah, you're doing your part. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with a brimless hat. I'm not you into wear brimless one in four hat. years. Will I wear one in four years? I don't. I never say never. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I will. He has no problem. The alarm, she said. He has no problem for, with the brimless hat. I got no problem. Said, with the, I did not absurd. make fun of you for the brimless hat. Okay. Tim made fun of you for the brimless hat. I, I never made fun of him for the brimless hat. Right. I, a like lot of people. Concept. Everyone involved made fun of me for the brimless There's hat. There's the brimless hat. Everyone, everyone made fun of me for the the beanies. You wore the brimless hat. But Tim hat, wears beanies and now too. You were too. very insecure about the brimless hat. I'm not saying I'm a trendsetter. I'm just saying you guys don't understand trends. I don't. First off, no one on this show is a trend center. I can tell you that right now. None See, of us. Like, set that's trends. a bad photo right there of it. You gotta wear it. You <laughs> gotta wear. You gotta. You, you gotta wear it's it this photo, way. But it's an accurate you gotta, photo. No, you gotta wear hat. it with the 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 whole side out. You also need Otherwise, to not it looks, ever it wear. It looks creepy. You don't need it. Looks it. colored creepy. clothes. Yeah. Just don't do that. I gotta share this with you guys. I I would. I just found this website where you uh candidsignature.com where you can just purchase a, a brimless hat the best part about it is you can check like click on the colors and see what they look like the model who's wearing it very funny he's yeah. just he's like slightly he's a little too high a little not knowing what's drop going that, on drop that into the general on discord yeah, it is, it is. Oh, i i did yeah even oh, the even the thumbnail's perfect it's, it's oh, like, like high oh yeah shit. he is high out of his mind yeah <laughs> Kev, you got to go crazy, though. Get them all. I have several. As you may or may not remember, I am not allowed to wear them because my wife does not like them. Ah. Uh, oh, so, so the, wi- we, the wife doesn't like it. We yeah. found the root of the issue here. Sure. Yeah. Why doesn't Paula like them? What's, what's, her, what's her main critique? I don't know if you know this. Paula has style. She does mm. have very good style. That one's she has a that. real. This when is you show really up like one. a video game character that this hasn't is... completely loaded into the level, she's not stoked <laughs> about that outfit. <laughs> she's like, you know what? Go back in there and change. I'm not going to lie. like I just walked out of Vogue this, magazine. This one right here is doing a lot GTA for me. GTA 3 mod character walking around. <laughs> Go to the, the dick looking one again. I don't... 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not yeah. like the dick licking yeah. one. <laughs> I hate that it's called cream. Like, I yeah. hate this color is That's cream. So I hate gross. everything about this, if I'm being real. I'm fully team brimless hat. I am not team that that hat, though, Kevin. That one's Kevin, worse. pass the microphone over to Paul and let her tell me why she doesn't like the brimless hat. Oh, she's busy working. She I don't believe that be for a second. Don't make me call her. You know, I'll do it. No, don't call her. She's she's working. Otherwise, she would have she would have looked over. Okay, fair enough. Everybody kind of putting out the bait, trying to get her attention. Like you like that? She's working, but she would. <laughs> <laughs> all right, every clear your your mind your mind here. All right, mind clear. Okay. Gerard, we're gonna come to you first with Grant Burton's question. I want you to know okay. it's gonna sound too simple, and, okay. that, and it's because it is. There are no wrong answers. Okay. 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 Grant Burton writes into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny and says, if someone asks you. Do you want some cake? What do you expect to get? Right. When you, when you, uh, do you want some cake? What is, what are you picturing coming back to you as the cake? The most, the, I, I imagine in my mind, the most simple, boring, like I went to Baskin Robbins or Ralph's and mm-hmm. bought like a $20 cake cake. Sure. Sure. Fair enough. Nick, what flavor is it though? It's okay. it's it's like va- like uh, vanilla frosting on top oh, and perfect. like ba- yeah, okay. basic basic ass uh, this is white cake white, yeah, white cake yeah, a butter the, cream yeah. so frosting that, that would be my assessment as well it would be like a con- like a confetti cake like a mm. white frosting a little Love confetti that. on top yeah uh, with uh, with like a vanilla uh, cake itself a white cake itself now having said that if you're gonna hit me with a bunt cake. That is a great surprise for you're Wednesday. crazy. All right, let's move on. Tim, what what kind of cake are you expecting? You don't like bun cake? They nailed it. I no, mean, I, I feel do. Like this I is, do. It's the exact. There is only one answer to this question, right? It is okay. that, that shitty but, white cake. Okay, shitty white cake. See and what, then, I, Greg, what, what I, do you think? For thinking? me personally, I cleared my mind butter. when I read the question. I, I cleared the mind, right? And what I immediately went back to is the cake my mom used to make all the time, like just for like house cake you know no, no special occasion cake which was just the what? betty crocker cake mix right mm-hmm. just yellow cake a chocolate frosting house we'd cake. watch you know it would be like something she made on a, a random ass sunday and i would eat while i watched lois and clark or the simpsons or whatever <gasps> see this is where i challenge you though greg like i, I get challenge. that and I, I i'm with you i would have never called it a house cake but i too partook totally in would. the house cake it what turns out where house cakes about that was just what would be on the kitchen sink that my mom mm-hmm. would make at yeah, some yeah. point and just that and yeah oh, god i can taste it i love it but like if i if someone offered me cake i wouldn't expect that cake unless it was see but I, but this is the thing again remember this was a clear your mind no wrong answers exercise mm-hmm. so i imagine i'm just at someone's house and it's just it's not i'm not imagining it's a birthday party i'm not imagining it's an anniversary or a funeral it's mm-hmm. just no special well, occasion see, okay. it's just hey do you want a piece of cake Wait, and i was like yeah that's then i would probably come to me we can't let it slide that he just said a cake at funeral yeah <laughs> is that a thing is that a thing i mean does it always have to be sad that somebody's gone can't you have a little bit of joy in there well i feel like i feel like if you're having a gathering right there's going to be food no matter what so soon there's going to be some type of pastry or cake you know pie cookie Mm -hmm. something i'm that's the Mm -hmm. thing is i Mm -hmm. i'm sick of going to funerals and having to be sad and then eat sad food Mm. because like nick you look like a guy who went to a lot of funerals the you go there and they usually got the cold cuts right and they're all rolled up nice Uh, snake's favorite part of the funeral that's delicious and great you know what I mean? But then they got the sh- the crappy ass Kaiser roll that's way too hard. You don't want that. Darn. It's too bready. Someone, someone I'm saying it's just somebody make a cake and have get somebody's face put onto an angel body and put that on the cake. You, you know what I mean? There just have go. it be like oh, they're in a better place now, and we get cake too because the sugar will make us all feel a little bit better. When I watched like, uh, that 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 movie, that I keep telling you to watch Greg about the National Lampoons. Uh, yeah, Will Forte. Uh, 
ser- seriously twisted and unrelentingly funny. Sure, something like that. Uh, there's a funeral scene in that, <laughs> and because they were all big fans of food fights, someone fight someone starts a food fight during that funeral scene, and that's how I'd like to go. But save me one I'm little sure. slice of red velvet cake. That's how you'd me. like to bury me with it. Yeah, I want people to have fun on my. <laughs> you funeral. want your funeral. Your wife, who already just tolerates us, to have to sit through a kind of funny food fight on top of it. Oh, Greg, my wife is gonna probably <laughs> not. have left me long, long before I die. I mean, if I if I make it past sixty, D is just gonna pack a bag and be like, "Well, I put my tenure in. We're done." Sure, <laughs> sure. that's fair yeah. enough. I, and that's honestly one of the sad part parts about how happy Kevin is for me. Where when we started talking about these brimless caps, <laughs> right? And, <laughs> Talking about like, oh, I'm going somewhere. Let's go. Okay. The boat's gonna land. Don't worry. We're gonna get to land here. I'm gonna get to land the boat, Greg. When when we started talking about the brimless hats, one of the things I was thinking of like is how great it would be if if Kevin wasn't already married and gonna be with Paul the rest of his life. That if he got if in a different reality where he's not married already, when he inevitably falls in love and gets married, we'd all have to wear uh the brimless caps at his wedding. You know what I mean? But again, that's mm. not going to happen. Now do we all wear them at his funeral? Maybe I'm putting that out there into the future. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was bummed out that I didn't let uh, Cool Greg wear his hat at my wedding. I should have fought harder for that, but other people got involved, and they were like, wife, oh, no. Was that with, with other people, your wife? Your, your No, it was because she was, was fine with it. People? It was it was my mother-in-law who was like, I, no. And it's like I should have I should have sat down with her and been like, look, it's a big deal for him. This will okay really make the wedding more memorable. It would have been fine. Because I saw a picture. The thing is, like, he doesn't do his hair, be, like, in in any sense because he wears a hat always. He's a shaved head most of the time. No, he doesn't. Not for my wedding. So, like, his hair would have made way more sense if it was in a hat. And it's just like I've shown me a photo I, cool guy at your wedding. I don't remember. All right, let me get on it. Uh, but you. I want to say the the cake that I imagine chocolate with chocolate frosting, and I'm shocked that double chocolate that was different than what everyone said. Well, I feel like here's the thing, right? And again, you said imagine a cake. The first cake that came to mind was I want to pick a slice of red velvet cake from Susie Cakes. But that's not the cake that I would think that, you know, uh, Johnny is like Johnny's task to go get the cake from the, for the office party. He doesn't give a shit. He gets whatever right. the first thing is there. It's that shitty, almost a little stale, if that's a word you can use for cake, dry, but also tastes like butter. It just tastes like butter. Everything's butter. Well, it sounds like you're about to talk yeah. shit about sheet cakes from your local uh, Jewel Osco or grocery store, and I won't have that, all right? There's a, those I are will. Ca- Stop those saying cakes the word have Jewel a taste Osco. That is and, not a, a and a reason to exist, and it's just a house of cake. And have no, I mean, listen, I, it's Safeway, but no, but I mean, come on. You look in, you walk into a Safeway, and you see those cakes. Do you want the cakes? Those are like sad. See, his hair look fine there. No, but see, here's the thing. Gerard is a man of taste, and I appreciate that he brings up the Baskin-Robbins factor. And and that's the pro tip to everyone out there. If you ever are assigned to buy a cake, I know that that can be stressful. You're not a normal cake guy. You're not out there bipping and bobbing buying the cakes for people. Don't get it at Safeway. Don't get it at Jalasco's or whatever the made-up place Greg's talking about. Go to a Baskin-Robbins. Get an ice cream cake, because that way you at least know it's not going to taste like butter. It's going to taste like ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, the problem is I'm with you, Tim. But the problem with the ice cream cake is that it melts. And so if you don't get it there, I'd eat it fast. <laughs> yeah, That's you gotta the eat thing. Like, if I go to someone's home and they're like, hey, do you want a slice of cake? And they bring me out an ice cream cake. I am impressed. Like, this sure. is a top tier person right there. Uh, also, you know what? This brings up a good thing. Hold on. I'll be right back. Wait, you keep going. Let the show Great, keep great. Going. Nick, Nick, if you will, let me bring out exhibit B. It's cool, Greg, in his element with a hat on at my wedding. Mm hmm. I mean, he like, looks good. Is this not a happier man? Is this not a happier? 
Like I'm, I'm sure saying, Cole like was this fine is the... for one night, not have, not wearing a hat to honor your your nuptials. I think he's well, it was just for the actual wedding part. Yeah, but then you got him for the it's the best of both worlds there. He but I'm, I, I, I think I would have enjoyed the photos more if they had, in fact, guys, like had the hat. What more. a conversation this is! You know, you guys look like such <laughs> brothers here. By the way, isn't this they a are brothers? brothers? Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are brothers. You guys, right you guys absolutely are related in this photo. Isn't that uh, same smile? Yeah, it's fun. Shout out to that little bow tie on him. I guess on me too. But yeah, <laughs> it looks smaller on him. This guy, actually, no, you have broader shoulders than he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's a, here's what I say about the ice cream cake. cake, though. The ice cream cake always a fun idea at the beginning, but then somebody. You eat half the ice cream cake, it gets put away. It comes back out, and it looks like a nightmare because mm-hmm. it has it has already. Oh like, my god! Oh, fat boy! A fat boy ice cream sandwich here. All right. I mean, it sounds you, like he just found religion. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Really they, good. They've been in the. They're delicious. No. They, they've been in no. the freezer for a while, longer than you'd think they would, right? In terms of no. like how fast the sweet would go in my house. But the reason is, I've been toying around with the idea that I might be lactose intolerant, but I haven't had the time to check. Boop so it. now that we're in talking Boop about it. it in the show organically, I can just do the test here. First off, everyone's probably. I don't think a that's how that works. Second yeah. off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is, here's a hot take for you guys right now. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. <laughs> These ice cream sandwiches. I don't like them. Yeah, well, you're an idiot. You don't like uh, ice cream sandwiches? I'm gonna tell you why. I love them, but what? they always get on your fingers. <laughs> yep. And I don't like that part. I don't like that about it. So I stay away from Nobody it. I'd rather have I'd rather part. have a Snickers ice cream bar than an ice cream sandwich any day. I mean, you, you're bringing up some points that are super valid. Like it getting stuck on your fingers does suck. Horrible. But then you get to do the teeth. Like hate that part. Kind of like oh, great. I'm with you because then you never feel witch. good after that no. for sure. But this brings up another ice cream grievance, which is the the waffle cones when they put the paper, but it, the paper's like glued on to the. Oh, cone. what the fuck? Why is there resin on my waffle? I'm eating get paper the resin now? off of my waffle cone. <laughs> Yeah, oh God, that's the worst, man. Don't 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 do that. But the whole point of the waffle, if listen, if the waffle cone doesn't have its own integrity, it's not really a waffle cone. It's just a twisted waffle. That's all it is. Ice cream is one of those things that I can't imagine somebody being like, I don't like ice cream. And that is a thing that I've heard many people say. And it always surprises me where I'm like, huh, that just to me seems like such a a a, a, a neutral just good. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you not like this happiness in a in a cold, uh, solid form? And there's so many kinds. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, how can you not find an ice cream you like? Yeah. How cold is your mouth right now, Greg? Cold. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty cold. <laughs> I can tell. I've been around Greg for 15 years. I know when his mouth is. Those cold. teeth hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got those. I got those. I got those cold teeth now. What? Oh man! But, but it, like, it's his. Un- Sorry. I was gonna say it's it's the same thing as people who are like, oh, I don't like sauce on my pizza. Like, well, then that's what, weird. What, then like, you're just well, eating you're, bread. You're just eating bread. Sorry, you're eating like a focaccia pizza. bread. That's it. Here's yeah. what I'll ask you, Timothy Gettys. Mm-hmm. As you know, you have drawn cheap heat with the audience here and there by, of course, declaring that pepperoni is overrated. Jeez. We've talked it to death. We understand your point. Is ice cream overrated? I don't think people understand. No, I don't think so. Wow. I do not think so. I don't think so at all. I think that no. it's just like there's no cons to it. That's That's the one thing. With pepperoni pizza... I need this. I need my platform extremely clear on this. I'm just saying, for how oily it is, I don't understand why everybody loves it so much and says that it's like the number one thing. I feel like I've I've had a lot of problematic pepperoni pizzas. That's, that's the only issue. I understand people like it. I fucking love it. It's great, but there's issues. There are some issues that we just need. We need to be able to criticize the the things that we love, and that is a perfect example. Am I wrong about this oil situation that is more unique to pepperoni pizza than other pizzas? 
I, don't, I, have, I have a question for you, Tim. Go for it. Do you think... I love, wait, a, I love that Gerard looks like he's consulting notes. Like, he's been writing down what Tim's... I have a question for you, Tim. Typing uh, everything up. Everyone's got to know. Uh, do you think it's a matter of the amount of pepperonis that make it so oily? Or is it a matter of just no matter what, it's pepperoni, it's oily? I mean, look, here, here are just the facts. In my experience... You, you, you got to imagine what a pepperoni pizza looks like, right? Yeah. And in, in your mind, that pepperoni pizza is on a white uh, paper plate, right? Because mm -hmm. that's how you Dark often white. are handed pizza, right? Sure. I would say the it's always, by the way, Tim, that I've in had your, in my life in your brain, has been on a white paper plate. Uh -huh, Nick? In your brain, is it a paper plate that, that no matter how many you stack underneath it, it does not have the integrity to hold the piece of pizza on it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and 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 who's the, who's this Gerard? Oh I love him so much. This, for so this much. is this is this is my my son Boofy. Oh, Boofy, oh, yeah. the Boof, the Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> oh, I love him, love him so much. Yeah. Uh, but so that's the idea. You take this white paper plate, right? You put pepperoni pizza, and and here's where to Gerard to answer your question. I don't care if it's one slice, and I don't care how many pepperonis themselves are on it. That paper plate that, is going to be soggy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And oh, that's yeah. just simply not true for a lot of other types of pizza. And I just think that that is a, a, a fatal flaw because I think that pepperoni pizza is very consistently good mm -hmm. for the most part. However, there's always that 20% chance that it is going to make you feel like shit as you're eating it because of the amount of oil. Now, see, I'm willing to take that 20% chance because – when there. it goes in the fridge, when it comes out cold, it is far and away the best slice of pizza that you have. Like you need cold, far and away, because you got all the salts come to the surface, and it's the salty. But solid, to Tim's point, pizza. if there is so much grease on there, it congeals into one salt bomb, and you taste nothing. You lose it. all oh, the flavor of the it. crust of the sauce of the cheese, and it's no. just salt. No, my favorite thing to do would be a Pizza Hut pizza, and you save half of it and put it in the fridge for like the next day, and you get it out, and it's just—it's the kind where you can you can slide the entire half of pizza out, and you can just hold it, and the whole half sure. of it is yeah, just sits up, and I love that. It's so freaking. I want pizza tonight for dinner. Am, am I about to reveal myself as a trash monster? Do you guys uh, ever do like cold pizza or or like next day pizza with like on your pan in the morning with like an egg? You ever oh, tried wow. it? That sounds Ooh, awesome. I've never That sounds really good. Devin, what's it's your favorite thing in the world? A breakfast, breakfast pizza. pizza. What's your second favorite thing? Burritos? I was Eggs? looking for breakfast milkshake, but that was unrelated. Oh, but. I can't have those, though. I'm not allowed. <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> Is Paula, like, eavesdropping on this podcast? I, she can't hear you. you She's can right next to me. What are you talking about? Milkshake. Like... But I make good decisions. I don't even want breakfast. Yeah, uh, I like how he said I make good decisions to her. You could hear his voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's looking Definitely don't. All right, so now, uh, Gerard, walk me through this. So you you take the pizza, you put it in the pan, and you crack an egg on top of it. What are you doing here? Yeah, so it, it depends on what your vibe is. You can you can either, like, cut the pizza up into pieces and have, like, scrambled eggs. Oh, or or what you can do is you can make, like, a almost like a pizza sandwich and crack the egg over the top and flip it when it's cooking. So you put the egg, the, the sunny side up on top, have it cook over the pizza, mm -hmm. and then you can knife and fork it. Or yeah. if you want to get crazy, you go slice a pizza, crack egg, slice a pizza on top. Jesus. See, I like this. Are there I like, pictures I feel anywhere? like this egg is going to add the right level of wetness. Moisture. To, back to moisture. Because yeah. like, I think that's the biggest flaw of the pizza. And again, we're talking about flaws that are minuscule issues for me. Like I'll, I'll eat cold pizza. We all know fantastic stuff in any iteration, really. But yeah. I like this. I also love eggs in many iterations. So why would I not love these things together? I don't know. Yeah, you put an egg on anything.
Mm-hmm. I'm in good company. I've been around mm-hmm. too many people who are like, I don't like eggs on anything. And I'm like, you oh, got yeah. eggs are. Well, we got a, we got a couple of good. those in this company. Yes. Yeah, so much Mike doesn't have eat eggs. He's a weirdo. But he's afraid of them. Uh, no, Andy doesn't eat eggs like out of choice. I'm like sure he's, he's had eggs before and he's like, it hurts my stomach. Interesting. And so he stops eating them. Yeah. Like yeah. some people when it hurts okay. their stomach you, and they're all like, all right, hold on. I don't like, why am I putting being put on? I wasn't bringing up you. I'm bringing up Greg Miller who to test his lactose. This is like, I'm going to eat some ice cream. Uh, that's the only sure way to know. Attack on Kevin who no, we know is lactose intolerant, but Kevin. still takes milkshakes. Well, yeah. and I always I'm flirting will. with the idea of like, maybe not being able to eat ice cream anymore. So I run a scientific test. Now I'm a monster. <laughs> Did you say Kevin still takes milkshakes? Like, I'll take an iced tea on the veranda? Like, <laughs> I like to take my iced tea on the veranda. So. <laughs> Kevin takes some, like, medicine. Good. That's amazing. We've all had a tummy ache and been like, you know what? A milkshake's probably going to help. Dude, the other last weekend when I was uh, visiting family, I ate so many different types of things. And it was one of the first times where someone offered me a Tums. And I'm like, you know what? Give me a couple Tums. Because I know I'm going to keep eating. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat my way through this, but I need something, and they work. But I was disappointed with myself. Now, sticking with pizza for a second, a couple days ago, uh, there there was a, a article on SF Gate, which is just like a San Francisco like website that gives you news and shit, right? And they were talking a big talk about Curry House Pizza, which is uh, Indian pizza. And I've had Indian pizza many times. It's kind of a San Francisco special. There's this place, Zante's, uh, that everyone always talks about in the mission. And I've had it before, and I'm like, I get it, but it, it's just not my favorite thing. I, I just don't understand why anybody would ever want this over either normal pizza or normal Indian food. You get what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. doesn't really enhance when it's all together. I tried this place, and it was the same experience where I ate it. I'm like, this is good. It is very good, but never am I going to order this over real pizza or real Indian food. Mm-hmm. Until the next day, when I was like, I got to give it the shot of it cold. And mm-hmm. it was fucking amazing. Where wow. I'm like, okay, this pizza is now worth ordering just for the cold experience. Where all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it starts tasting like the, the pizza dough itself is not. And all the, the Indian toppings on, on Ooh, the top, I've never really had good. these mm-hmm. Indian flavor profiles when they're not hot. So it's, it was like a, a whole new sensation that I was like really, really kind of, I was feeling, man. And so I'm just saying Try some stuff out there. You never know. You never know. Me... Even, even if your first first blush, you're like, I don't know if this is for me. Just dive a little deeper. For yes, sure, this like conversation Mike. makes me miss the studio and it makes me look forward to the days when we'll all be in the same space because maybe 20 minutes into this, we're 20 minutes into the pizza conversation. One minute in, Kevin would be like, should I order signoris? Should I order yeah. pizza right now? And we, we, we have, have pizza. pizza right freaking now. Be great. How good is that? I would have. If you guys were ever, if you guys were ever in LA. Uh, towards the South Bay area where I'm at, there is a uh, there's a place called uh, Love Pizza, mm-hmm. and it is Korean fusion pizza. They do an incredible bulgogi potato pizza. It is insane. It's weird, but it's insane. Very very flavorful. I'm in. Uh, Gerard, if you're ever in our area and by the financial district, there's a place called. HRD and they do Korean oh, fusion burritos. And they are amazing. You can't go wrong there. That sounds you can see them on Diners Drive in and Dives. No big deal. No big deal. No big, big deal. Fancy. Guy was there once. Gerard. Yeah. South Bay Adam writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny and says between Star Wars and Fast and Furious, which is a better franchise? God, we already answered this. 
It's good though. It's good. Okay. Oh, it's infuriating. I feel like I'm it on the post show. So can I? Good. Can I? Can I just like? I'm gonna before I give my answer. I want to like do a vibe check. In I think a lot of you guys might say that Fast and the Furious is the better franchise. Am I correct in saying that? I, I don't. I, think I wasn't on the post show they're talking that. about, and nobody made notes on the thing, so I didn't know. This I apologize, Greg. That's my bad for not striking it out. But this is actually a question we could ask every guest. So I think mm-hmm. this. Sure, is it's better. a yeah. It's guest, and, and I you weren't there either, so I think this is still a good topic. Okay, uh, if I have, if I have to go a better franchise, I think I gotta go Star Wars. I I, I gotta. There's there's too much Star Wars media, uh, outside of the films that are as a, from a franchise perspective that are really 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 good. Uh, and there's m- maybe three or four fast films that I'm I'm a big fan of. Rest mm-hmm. I'm like kind of ho hum on. I think for I think you can break the question down into like what defines the better series. Obviously, Star Wars is the more culturally important series. Mm-hmm. But what it comes down to, what it, but so in that regard, yes, Star Wars is the better series for sure. But what is the more entertaining series? Has have they ever jumped the Millennium Falcon? from one building and then to another building and then let it drop onto a fountain. Well, they, they kind of did in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, they, they did. The Hyperstar really jumps, which was dope and out. Really, really fucking Was dope. it, though? Was they, it? They, 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 they did, used it, it that one time and never again. It was a cool time. It was a real cool time. And I think the, the problem whole, with this... The rest of the movie was a race. I, I don't think there's any question that, of course, it's Star Wars when you're talking about just the entire franchise. If we're, I think it becomes a little bit more interesting when you're talking about just the movies. And you Chance Carter... Chance Carter double downs in the live chat and says, would Gerard <laughs> rather, what would he rather watch right now? All nine Star Wars or all nine Fast and Furious? Ooh, shit, Fast and Furious. That's, you know the answer. You can say Fast and Furious. You're not going to, no one's going to record this. <laughs> um, wow. I think I... Now here's the thing, it's okay, not nine. Okay. Okay. It's 10 on both sides. It's 10 on both right, sides. Right, well, it's right, 11. Right. 11 on the Star Wars side. Yeah. Would you like me to ban you Chance You gotta Carter? watch Solo. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it depends. Because if we're talking like, do I want... And do I want to spend the whole... Like, when you watch a Star Wars film, it's so much larger in terms of runtime and length and scope mm-hmm. than Fast and the Furious. So... I feel like I can turn my brain off and have a, a lot more fun with Fast and the Furious, but with Star Wars, I feel like there would be moments where I would just get tired, where I just would go, this is, especially around episode two and episode yeah. nine, where I would just go, this needed to be over an hour and a half ago, and here we are. Um, I think if I had to marathon them all back to back, I probably would pick Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. that's the right answer because oh, i mean when i think about the prequels when i think about having to watch the prequels back to back i just feel like that's going to be such a slog whereas with fast and furious i'm excited for number one and i'll be honest with you Tim, right now i know we should on number two or rather you do i'm excited for it i'm excited to see how many ashtrays can be stolen in that movie and then of course all you gotta do is get to tokyo drift and then baby you're on the fucking roller coaster from that point on you're done yeah i mean that's just the bigger problem is like star wars it has a lot of the, the, the high quality Star Wars films are above and beyond anything Star, uh, Fast and Furious has or ever will do. Yeah. Uh, but the lower side of the Star Wars stuff, I think, the, is arguably lower than any of the Fast and Furious stuff. So I think that makes it difficult because there are definitely more of more bad Star Wars movies than good Star Wars movies. But we're getting to the point that there are more good Fast and Furious movies than bad ones. 
Are you guys in the boat of of like original original Star Wars trilogy is the best trilogy? Yeah, I am. A trilogy? You mean of any trilogy or of Star Wars? No, just the Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I would actually yeah, what say would people argue is what people, what would what would anyone with a right mind argue is the, the is the, is better than the original? Oh, someone's gonna bring up Lord of the Rings, and it's like, oh no, 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 no. we're talking with Star Wars only. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure he's yeah, asking episodes one through three, three through or no, four through four. six, and then seven through seven nine. through nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where do the Hobbits the fit in? The I Hobbits fucking are. hate you, Nick. I want to punch <laughs> you in fucking your beautiful. Mouth. I can't wait to be back in the same office and just <laughs> wrestle you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, are people out there stumping for the last three? I don't think so. No one is. I mean, there's no there, way. There are some people. Some people. Some people love those prequels, and oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I attune it to, to a nostalgia of some folks just never watched four, five, and six. They watched one, two, and three mm-hmm. first, yeah. and so that like gets that nostalgic bone for them. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like the universal opinion is four, five, and six is the way to go, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, there's something, be... I guess, too, the fact that, you know, like, you know, the first or whatever, Jesus, one, two, three are like, you know, geared around or, you know, more for kids. I don't even know if that's true exactly. But you know what I mean? In terms of like, I can see where well, I'm bored watching episode one. I can see where a kid would be like, this is awesome. Like, it's bright. It's crazy. Yeah. Jar Jar is funny. Pod there's this other kid who's pod racing and doing this crazy shit. That's cool. Dude, I think I'm going to second that lady. I mean, let's put it this way. Like, we are, Greg, you and I are roughly, I mean, you, you joke around it, but you're only about a, a year younger than me. That's um, not true. I'm, I'm much younger than you. Much and younger. I remember, like, all we had in the 80s <laughs> was the lightsaber. That was pretty much it. And we were like, we're going to hold on to this. This is the coolest thing ever. People were like, what do you have in your childhood? And my parents were like, we had, you know, famine. Italy weeks. Know, yeah, exactly. I don't know what the hell they had. We had the lightsaber. If I had grown up in a time where pod racing was a thing, I mean, that's or Nick, or Nick. out of the water. Dual-sided lightsabers? Are yeah, you fucking kidding cool. me? That's What's going cool. with a lightsaber? <laughs> but I think the I think I think we're I'm fortunate, or at least you know, people who grew up in the '80s were fortunate because they didn't have the capability of doing anything more than the lightsaber. So I think a lot of the story and the characters are what you know we all grew up with, and that became Star Wars for us. So when they started doing stuff that I mean, Greg, I think you're spot on. I think the the there's there's no one can argue that the prequels are more tailored toward kids, but. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like the, the original trilogy is is damn near almost as perfect as it gets. You can start talking. I mean, all kidding aside, you can start talking about other trilogies that are that are good. But I I can't think of one that really that can dethrone it. Back to the Future is the best. Restore. On the precipice of you know having a kid, Restore I do wonder. Four movies, Tim. Four movies. Star Wars is a, <laughs> a million. On the precipice of having Quite a kid, good. I do wonder how I'll show them Star Wars. You know what I mean. You guys show like, the old ones first. Oh man, what a what a responsibility to th- yeah. just think about like what your kid is going to consume from the ground up, right? Like what do you what do you do? Like I, you, I, you will be responsible for what they love. I yeah, well it better be Ghostbusters and Superman. Uh no, for the Star Wars stuff, right? Like it, it is that thing. I I I think we all and and we all if you're having this conversation with me right now tend to overthink it. Where it's like, obviously, a kid's attention span is like two seconds. So it's not like I'm ever going to sit them down for episode one or episode four and have their entire enraptured attention. They'll eventually be like, Darth Vader is cool. That lightsaber is cool. And like, that's what they go off of, right? Like, how you f- fall into it. It's going to be tough, though, story. because it's not like you can spring it on them. By the time that <laughs> they are aware and probably, I mean, what is age appropriate for Star Wars for that, for the original trilogy? What, like, I have no idea when kids are allowed to watch stuff. Like, 10? I'm going to say four. Four? For yeah. Star Wars, that's when you start getting them in. Then they, they think Yoda's right. funny. They, you know, Darth Vader's 
says no funny like there's a lot of stuff so by at that point they will probably have been inundated with star wars imagery anyway so that's why to me the most important thing when it comes to this conversation is it's less about what movies are you going to show them like and all this stuff and like getting them to fall in love with it it's more about teaching them the right way to consume content Mm -hmm. which is release order always ingrain that in them when they're young so when they do get old enough to understand different franchises they're making their choice what franchise they're going to but mm. they're consuming it the correct way as god intended which is release order you can have all the fun machete stuff all the chronological all of this all that later in life that's when you ha- earn your own responsibility of understanding storytelling and how things yeah. were were supposed to be told to people yeah because if you don't do that then your kid's gonna grow up and be like best star wars bad batch and you're gonna be like, have you seen any of the other ones? And the kids are like, not really. But maybe I, that's I, the I, you know the entry point to get them in, get them in deeper, right? Like that's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like, you have but, to understand like how that you're. It, it, there's never going to what Tim's point. There's not whether it's Star Wars or you know MCU. You're never gonna have this clean slate. Sit down. We're starting from scratch and building up. It's going to be that they see something in a commercial. They see a new movie promotion. They have a friend who likes whatever that's watching this mm-hmm. thing, and then. However, they start in on the pie. You got to be like, all right, we're eating pie tonight, kid. Doesn't matter if we're starting with the crust or starting with the tip or starting in the middle. Yeah, I think it's hard. I just think I don't know if you can ever have someone, a kid growing up today, really appreciate the original trilogy. I think it's just too hard. I think I think it's going to be too rough. I think they're going to look at it and be like, I don't understand why the lightsaber is moving independently of their hands in certain shots, especially now. They're, I mean, your your it kid's going to grow up in an era where where filmmaking is just unbelievably realistic across the board and so i have to it's like it's the same with me like i went to film school but even me watching some movies from like 60s and 70s i'm like oh god this is a slog they're just oh sure they're just not shot the same way they don't move the same way they're not edited with the same pacing and it's it's difficult well i mean that's how fast everything moves right like we're having this conversation today when we were streaming ghostbusters uh the video game and tim came in and was talking about it with uh me kevin and the crew right and being like and i don't mean to put words in your mouth tim but like when you went back to watch Ghostbusters as an adult for the and like for your first real time or whatever to sit there and watch it, it was like, oh, this is a this is an 80s comedy, which means it's a lot of talking. Talk, talk, talk. The jokes mm-hmm. are all talk, talk, talk. And it's that's those that's not the kind of comedy you like out of a comedy movie. Yeah. But I think, yeah, but, I think I if I remember I was talking about that, Tim was just like, this is not like the style of humor for Ghostbusters doesn't really exist anymore. It was, it was. Well, it's a podcast. Kind of, it feels like to an extent, it's just sure. like people talking to each other and something they say might be kind of funny. And that's it's it, very you know? subtle. It's a very, very, very subtle, very dry humor. And to the uninitiated, the people who didn't kind of grow up with it, like you, yeah, you'd be like, Oh, this is it's subtle. It's kind of, I mean, I don't want to say boring, but it's very simple as opposed to like, now we have movies where, you know, you think of comedies now made nowadays. It's a lot of improv. It's a lot of craziness. It's a lot of the energy is just a completely garbage. different level. Yeah, yeah. There's um, a certain there's a certain level of like, linearama means funny as opposed to like well written comedy and intended comedy is funny. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like that's the difference between the stuff we grew up with and the you know the the MCU one liners that everyone remembers. Yeah, yeah, the quippiness of the MCU is so interesting where it's like, you know, comedy, it's kind of like role playing games in in video games where at some point RPG elements were just in every game, but we don't even need to call it out anymore just because skill trees are everywhere. And it's like, that's the same thing for comedy where it's like we have, with the exception of Netflix originals, less and less comedy movies coming out on a, a year to year basis, but that's because 
action movies are now and superhero movies really are kind of like just inherently comedic and like sure. the the way that we kind of think of that writing and stuff so that's interesting kevin and i were talking about uh jungle cruise which we're gonna uh we're gonna watch tomorrow when it comes right. out and jungle cruise one of my favorite rides at disneyland for the one reason of it's just puns like the the skipper just does a bunch of dumb dad joke puns and all that stuff and i he was asking like if i'm excited for this because it's one of my favorite rides and like I just don't think they're going to go for that type of style of joking, right? Like that 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 vibe of the more pun-based stuff. And it's like, weirdly, The Rock falls into this place where he's just, it's physical comedy. Like, I guarantee you this movie is going to involve a joke of Emily Blunt making uh, a, a joke reference to how big The Rock is. That's happened in every movie The Rock has ever been in, and it's going to continue to happen till the end of time. And it's just Sizes, funny that man, like it's it. just like just just like body comedy, but it's just like now that's just the standard expected thing. And like I'm not saying that's good or bad. It's just it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Have it your way, everybody. <laughs> well, the only question I have is for uh, Gerard here, right? It comes from Jasic. You're talking about things we have to ask every guest since yeah. we're on this track. Okay. Jasic wants to know Gerard. What's better, the Lord of the Rings movies mm. or Clerks? And that we're including Mallrats, like the Kevin mm. Smith verse. Oh, the age man. old question. Go the with your heart. Old question. You know the answer. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with like what I grew up with and where I feel the most comfortable in talking about and just relating to. I got to go with clerks. Mm-hmm. I got. I got to go. Yeah, I gotta you do. Go with yeah, clerks. you do. Yeah, yeah you do. Look at yeah. you. Look at you. You're yeah, a winner today. You're this a winner today. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because it's not, not just because it. the entire middle movie for Lord of the Rings didn't need to happen. It's not because of that. It's not because that Lord of the Rings really is it's just, the best fight. Though it's just a sequel with with another movie just shoved in there for no reason, so they could have someone ride a horse down a little bridge sidewalk. It's because Kevin Smith that. movies appeal to you on a heart level. And we're excited. You know, Are we all excited about Clerks 3 coming out? Everyone, oh, yeah. please don't let Andy know that this happened. The one episode he's not here. It's just, <laughs> here we are. Would he be furious with me right oh, yeah. now, yelling oh, yeah. and screaming? He and he's, del- he's delusional, and he's also not here to defend himself. Yeah. So he actually so likes fun. Clerks uh, more as well. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he just says Lord of the Rings by default. By yeah. default, he, he, he devils advocates it. You know what I mean? Where he doesn't really like Lord of the Rings that much. He definitely mm-hmm. likes the Clerks movies better, but. I, like I think I, I was that kid that I, I didn't read the books. I didn't have anyone in my family who was obsessed with the anthology of, of what Lord of the And I always love Kevin Smith movies. They're like one mm-hmm. of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was at that age where everyone, man, Lord of the Rings is so good. Am I right? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I guess it's all right. It's a good film. They're good movies. I'm not, but mm. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I have to buy the shirt, buy the poster, buy the yeah. games, play the MMO for an hour before it goes away. Like, I, that's not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. And you I appreciate it. Thank you, Gerard, for making the right answer there. And thank you, of course, for coming to hang out on a Today's Kind of Funny podcast. Uh, Gerard, where can everybody keep up with you? Oh, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you can find me over at youtube.com slash that one video gamer for my show, The Completionist. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash The Completionist. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Completionist, Instagram at The Completionist, or if you're tired of hearing my name and you want to see me and my new friends over at G4, everything G4, twitch.tv slash G4, youtube.com slash, I think it's G4 TV actually. Yeah, I'm, bad, I'm bad at this. G4 TV, <laughs> youtube.com slash G4 TV, twitch.tv slash G4 TV. Uh, that's where I'm at. Excellent. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you've been at the Kind of Funny Podcast. Remember, each and every week, twice a week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit. If you want to bullshit with us, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you can write it with your own topics of discussion, just like South Bay Adam did, just like Grant Burton did, just like Chance Carter did. Of course, over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can also get the show ad-free and get the exclusive post show we are about to record. But... If you're only watching on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or podcast services around the globe, thank you as always for all of your support. Consider Patreon.com slash kindoffunny. And while we are about to go record some stuff for Patreon people only for you, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.